Hey everyone, this is me, Ebony. I am back with another podcast. Today's title is called A Love Restored, How to Overcome Being Angry at God. It is my prayer for all of you who are listening that you begin the healing process of having your love toward God restored unto you. And it is my prayer that... um that as you are listening to this podcast and that as you you take down the scriptures that I give you um, in the description box of this podcast and and as you you read those scriptures, I, pr- I pray and it is my prayer that the Holy Spirit breaks those chains that Satan has over you. It is my prayer that you feel that heavy burden of that yoke from Satan loosed. Okay, it is my prayer that you are restored to Christ. Um, it is my prayer that you not only overcome being angry at God, but it is my prayer that you never get mad at God again. Um, we as human beings, sometimes we question God. Sometimes we have questions for him. And I know sometimes, you know, being angry at God or, you know, going astray, like I put in my last podcast, you know, sometimes it happens for a season and sometimes it happens for a reason, but it is my prayer, you know, not that, you know, our love walk is going to be perfect, but I, I am praying that you, you never in your life get angry at God again, because let me tell you something, it is, uh, a temptation from Satan and I'll go over that in my notes and it, and it's a bait that you you latch on to because in your weakest moments that's when satan comes and he tempts you to be angry at god and to you know turn away from god in your weakest moments because you may have questions like you know why did this happen why did that happen why did god you know allow this to happen now go over all of that in my notes but in your weakest moments that's when you find yourself um latching on to whatever it is that satan throws your way and i'm not saying that you know you um you know, are a bad person or a horrible person because we all have our own walk with God. We all have our own seasons that we have to go through with God. And we, we all have our moments where God has to correct us in our season. So that is my prayer. Okay, so let's get started. Whether you have walked with God for a long time, whether your walk started out um, with much hope in Christ, you know, like most people, you know, when they get saved, you 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 hear about the goodness of God and and you hear you know welcome to the kingdom and you know you're gonna have a great life you know whether that was you or whether you you know were one of those people who you've always sat back and observed things and in church or you know just around people and you've always had certain questions you've always wondered certain things because in your mind you're like well if God is so good why why did why did that happen you know, if God is so good, you know, how come that happened? You know, you may be one of those and you may have been on a fence about really submitting yourself to God because you're like, man, you know, um, whether you do good, things are going to happen. Whether you do bad, things are going to happen. And you're probably like, well, does it really matter? And I'm here to tell you, it does matter. Your your walk with Christ does matter. Your love for God does matter, Right. And let me just say this, no matter how mad you are at God and no matter how mad you get at God, when I tell you God would always love you, he will never stop loving you. He will never stop loving me. 
God's love, when I tell you God's love is unconditional, his love is so unconditional and his love for you will never change, okay? And I guarantee you, right, that what you are obsessing over and what you are saying could have been done better, what, what you are thinking could have not happened, right? And you may be thinking, you know, is this God's fault? Who who did what, right? God gives us the free will. Yes, God does orchestrate a lot in our lives. He does. He, he orchestrates a lot in our lives. And he is the alpha and omega. He is the author and the finisher and all of the in-between. But let me tell you what else God does give us, right? God gives us the free will. With that free will comes our own actions, but our actions always follow consequences, right? And that goes for the other people, you know? You don't know the choices that they made. You may be wondering, well, why did that happen to them? You don't know the choices that they made. We we are never um, a part of anyone's lives 24-7, right? We it, it Even if you hang out with someone every single day, even if you live with someone, right? Your spouse or, you know, a sibling or something, you know, temporarily, right? You are still not within that person 24 hours. So you don't know what is going on between them. You don't know what's going on between them and God or the relationship that they have. And you don't know the things that they're doing when they're not home. So even though you may be around someone a lot or whether you think you know someone and you see things that happen, you can't say, well, I knew them and, you know, I don't know how this could happen. And, I'm here to tell you that that is between them and God. You know, God allows things to happen. He allows us to free will. And there are certain things that happen. You know, we're we're never going to understand why good things happen to bad people. And why it seems like those who do evil sometimes seems like they're getting away with it. But you know what? I am here to tell you that it doesn't matter what evilness people do, what the bad things that they do. Because they are of this world, right? Because they are they are of the darkness. They they Satan is their father, right? Because he is the father of this world. It seems like they're getting away with it because they're operating in the darkness. They're operating in a dark spiritual realm. They're operating in 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 their father's lies and deceit, right? So it may seem like they're getting away with it, but when I am here to tell you that they are not getting away with it. It may seem like they're getting away with it in their lifetimes, but you know what? Hell is real and so is heaven. Not everybody's going to make it to heaven. Not everybody's going to, you know, um, make it to hell. But my thing is that trust God through the process, right? Trust God through the process. Do not become cold-hearted because you look at the world and go, well, it seems like the evil people are always winning and the good people, you know, get stomped over and, and, and they, get, they get runned over and, and, you know, and they don't succeed. Well, that's not true, right? There are many of God's children. There are many of us who are God's children who we succeed and God favors us and, and God favors you and he favors them. And Satan has you in this 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 um, world to where you're taking the bait to where you're believing the lies from Satan. It may seem that way, but 
everybody faces the consequences of their actions eventually, whether on this earth or in the afterlife, right? So just always know that. But regardless of what you know and regardless of what God tells you, one of the things that I want you to take away after listening to this podcast is this. God is the orchestrator of our lives because we are his children, but he also gives us the free will. And it is not your concern about what other people are doing with their lives unless God has given you the authority over that person, right? You know, for instance, work, your family homes, et cetera, et cetera. But none of us are God, right? We are not in control of the world. We cannot control people. And if we sit up there and try to figure out everyone's lives and why this happened and why that happened, unless God gives you insight through his Holy Spirit, you are going to lose your mind trying to figure out, well, what are they doing? Why did this happen? Why couldn't that happen? And, and I need to know this and blah, blah, blah. You cannot know everything because you are not God. You are going to lose your mind if you try to operate that way, right? Being angry at God, like I said before, is a temptation that is launched by Satan. Always remember that. Whenever you are tempted to get mad at God, just know that that is a temptation from Satan and that is not of God. God does not want you to be mad at him. For the simple fact that you are alive Even to have the audacity to even be angry at God. If you just listen to this, to even have the audacity to be angry at God, right? This is God's sign that he loves you. This this should be an indicator that if he was mad at you like the devil has tempted you to believe, God would have took you out a long time ago. But guess what? You are still here. So what does that mean? What does that what does that tell you? What does that prove to you? If God was truly angry with you, he would have done away with you a long time ago. Right? And I'm not saying that God doesn't chastise us as his children. I'm not saying that God, you know, wish that we can do better. Well, I wouldn't say wish, you know, is it it's not that God doesn't, you know, pray that we do better or things like that. It's just that God gives us the free will. And God already knew that what we would do before we even done it so guess what you being angry at him is no surprise to him it is not a surprise right and some of you may not even know why you are mad at God there are some people out there who they don't even know why they're mad at God all they know that is they are mad at God but they do not know why this should also be an indicator that this is a temptation from Satan right so this is what I want you to do And I'm praying that you have the heart to do this. And if you don't have the heart to do it now, I am praying that by the the movement of the Holy Spirit that eventually you do this, right? I want you to list on a piece of paper, get a pen and a piece of paper. I want you to list all of the reasons why you are mad at God. Put down every event that you felt like should have happened or shouldn't have happened. That was maybe a disappointment. Write down every person who has disappointed you. Write down everything and everyone that has hurt you, who who have belittled you or try to make you look bad or try to stop your blessings. Write it down. And what I want you to do, right, is that when you write this list down, I don't care if it's 18 pages. I don't care if it's 20 pages. I don't care if it's one page. 
I want you to take that list and I want you to first repent. Ask God to move by his Holy Spirit to have you to repent from being angry at him and anyone else. And the reason why I add other people and events and things like that because when when you are angry with God it's not that you turn to yourself turn to God and say I'm angry at you right there had to have been an event there had to have been a person there had to have been something that happened right to where your heart turned cold toward God because you felt like God should have done better in this situation. You felt like God should have been in control of this situation and things did not turn out how you want it. I want you to take that list. I want you to pray over it after you repent. And I want you to ask God to not only to forgive you from being mad at him, but I want you to forgive yourself for being mad at him. And I want you to ask God to restore your love for him and to have it be multiplied and have it burned for him and ask God to show you how he wants you to be used and to fulfill his purpose because let me tell you something if God did not have a purpose for you Satan would not have tempted you to be angry at God because Satan does not bother just anybody Satan only bothers those people who is a threat to him is a threat to his kingdom and who can destroy his works. The simple fact that Satan is attempting you and attacking you lets you know that and it lets me know that you have a purpose and you have a purpose that needs to be fulfilled and that is going to be fulfilled. But you know what? You have to get rid of the anger because as long as you're angry at God, as long as you're harboring unforgiveness towards God and other people, who have disappointed you, who have hurt you, who have done whatever, you cannot move forward. And Satan knows that your anger and your unforgiveness is a stumbling block. And every time you try to move forward, you are a step a foot or two ahead, but you will not get that far, right? And always know this, always know that God is faithful. God is always faithful. I say this a lot when I tweet. I say this a lot um, in my Instagram posts. God is faithful, right? We will never know why, like I said before, why bad things happen to people and why um, why bad things happen to uh, to good people and why evil, it seems like evil people get away with, you know, whatever. But that's neither your concern nor my concern. All we have to know is, is that we trust God right there are so many scriptures on the love of God there are so many scriptures on restoration and like I said before I'm gonna put it in the description box on my my podcast whether you have Apple Podcasts, whether you have Spotify whether you have Google Podcasts, I'll put those scriptures in there so that way you guys can write it down and get it if you don't get any other thing from this podcast right What I want you to remember, aside from the other things that I said, right? God is faithful. And for the simple fact that you are here right now, listening to this podcast, wondering how angry am I at God? 
how angry can I still be? And and think that I can just go on. It is my prayer that your love for God is restored because when I tell you that we are in the last days and Satan is throwing his his darts, he is he is launching all his attacks that he can to get us as God's people to turn away from him because guess what? The only reason why Satan is mad at you, the only reason why Satan is mad at me is because we have access to the kingdom. We not only have power, but we have authority over Satan. But guess what? You and I cannot walk in power and authority if we're angry at God. We cannot walk in power and authority if we're not walking in love and if and if we have hardness of our heart. We cannot do all of that, right? And you may be thinking, well, I can't feel God or I can't hear from him. Well, the reason why you cannot hear God and the reason why you cannot feel him, okay? Even though God lives on the inside of you because you are a child of God, you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The reason why you cannot feel him because sin, anger, unforgiveness creates a barrier between you, God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. God is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. His word is always true. But when you live in sin, whether ignorantly or um, on purpose, whether you're holding on to unforgiveness, this is going to create a barrier. And you are not going to be as sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You are not going to be as sensitive to God's voice. And this is another thing that's going to, to keep you from going down the path that God has for you because when you can't hear from him guess what you don't know where you're going imagine having a GPS in your car right that didn't work that the volume kept going up and down and stayed mostly at a low volume to where you couldn't hear because the GPS was messed up and you didn't have one of those fancy GPS's that you could see the screen you can see where you turn but you had to require your ears in order to listen to where you're going now what if your gps didn't work and the volume was down you wouldn't know where to go if you were in a strange place that's how we are on this earth while while we are on this earth we have to listen to god because besides the vision and the dreams that god gives us we don't have one of those fancy gps systems to where we can see the road ahead or we can we know what corner to turn we have to rely on God 100% to hear his voice in order to do what needs to be done. But if you can't hear him, if you're not sensitive to his voice, then you are going to feel stuck as if you don't know where you're going and you don't know what you're doing because guess what? You don't. And this is the the effects of taking the bait of Satan. The thing about Satan and his attacks that he launches is, is that it boomerangs into uh three or four areas you're thinking that you're just being angry at god but in reality you're angry at god but now you're stuck because you can't hear him and now you're stagnant because you can't move forward and now you're missing blessings and opportunities because you're not moving forward so you see how when you take one piece of bait of satan how it how it ricochets into other areas that makes you feel like well is there any purpose what am I doing? Why am I here? Etc. 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 So 
you may not can see what's around a corner. But when God says, do not take the bait of Satan. God means that thing because when you take the bait of Satan, you don't know all of what you're biting into. Satan does. God does. But you don't. You do not. And this is, to me, I think, so far, one of the worst tactics that the enemy can use against a child of God. And that is to be angry at God. Because Satan knows what it was like to be in heaven. He knows what it was like to have all of that access. And now he is on the outside of heaven, cursed, doomed bound for hell for forever because we are in our last days and satan's job while he's on you know on this earth what is to distract and deceive as many of god's children as he can and guess what if you're listening to this podcast and you're angry because of a decision that you made and you're suffering the consequences if you're mad at god because there was something that someone else did and now you're suffering the consequences of their actions you know um Anything, you know, any consequences that you're facing and you're like, man, why did this had to happen to me? Why did this had to happen to my best friend? Why did this had to, had to happen to so-and-so? And you're like, man, I have questions. But always know this, just because you're hurting, just because something makes you feel bad, it doesn't mean that God loves you any less. God allows you to hurt. We're supposed to feel We're supposed to feel happiness. We're supposed to feel joy. We're supposed to feel pain. Why? Because we're still human. And you're still here. That pain is not an indicator that God loves you any less. If anything, because you survived it, because God has gotten you through it, that should be a big indicator that God loves you through it. Because if God felt like you could not have handled that that burden, that 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 trial, that tribulation. He would have taken you out before it even started. He would have. He would have said, he would have said, you know what, this is not meant for them. It is time for them to go. If he cannot get you to to make a detour or whatnot, it may have been just, you know what I'm saying, in his will for that. So for the simple fact that you're still here, there's no reason to be angry at God. And some of you have stopped praying. Your prayer life used to be on point. You used to pray all the time. You used to fast all the time. You used to uh, intercede for people. And now you don't even do that. You don't even use your gifts because you're so angry at God. And look at Jesus as an example. And you can look at all the disciples as an example. And you can even look at the Old Testament. You can even look at Job. Satan was even given the permission to attack Job. But I'm going to give you Jesus as an example. And I'm sure a lot of you know this, but there are some who don't. Jesus was on a cross after they crucified him, after they beat him up, after they, they whipped him 39 times, right? Jesus said on a cross, one of his last things, he said, Father, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because Jesus knew That as long as Satan was roaming the earth, that Satan would deceive God's people. Because remember, when Jesus was led into the wilderness, he was tempted by Satan himself, Lucifer. 
when Jesus was healing the sick, he was speaking to the evil demonic spirits. Jesus knew what was out there. And Jesus still knows what's out there. This is why on a cross, Jesus said, forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. And if you look at the New Testament, right? Jesus is an intercessor for us as well as the Holy Spirit. So while you're angry at God right now, guess who's interceding for you? Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And guess what Jesus is saying to God? Jesus is saying to God, Father, forgive Mary. She doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know the, the, the bait that she's taken from Satan to be angry at you. Forgive Jackie. Forgive her for her anger. Forgive Paul. Forgive him for being angry. Because Jesus is interceding as, as well as the Holy Spirit. They're interceding for you saying, if they knew, if they knew what they were doing, they would not do it because Jesus knew the good side and Jesus knew the bad side. So, so remember that and, and dwell on that and, and think to yourself, if Jesus can forgive everybody who hurt him and if Jesus came because Jesus came to die for our sins. And he has forgiven us. Then you can stop being angry at God. Because let me tell you something. This tactic that the enemy has launched against your mind. Against your heart. To be bitter. To be angry. At God himself. This tactic. This this, this grenade that Satan has launched against you. It's a heavy burden. And I'm telling you. You do not want to keep going down the path of being angry at God. Because let me tell you something. God is faithful. And he loves you. And you do not want to waste your time on this earth being angry at God. And then in the last moments of your life, realize, man, I regret being angry at God. Because guess what? When you're in your last moments of your life, it's going to be in you and God. Because the presence of God is going to be there. I truly believe that. And Satan is not going to be nowhere to be found. Just like when, when Adam and Eve sinned. They, they did the greatest sin that they can ever possibly do. When they sinned and God's presence fell down in a garden of Eden. And God called Adam. Satan was nowhere to be, Satan was nowhere to be found. Because guess what? Once Satan, Satan is like a pimp. And, and he's like a, like a man or a woman who, who either cheats or who uses people. Once Satan is done with you and God is requiring of you, what have you done? Satan is not going to be nowhere to be found because it is not his job to restore you to God because he cannot do that. It is Satan's sole purpose on this earth to cause havoc, to cause lies, deceit, destruction. Jesus said that Satan's job. Satan's whole sole purpose on this earth is to kill, to steal, and destroy. To kill, to steal, and destroy. If you don't get that, let me tell you something. You are going to go down a rabbit hole and you are going to allow Satan to help you dig a pit for yourself. Right? 
And you are going to be in those moments and you're going to say, wow, I wish I was never angry at God. So it is my prayer right before I end this. It is my prayer that you get up out of this pit of deception because that's exactly what this is. This is a pit of deception. This is a pit of despair. And you think that you know what you're doing. You think that you know, yep, I'm I'm angry at God. I, my marriage didn't work out. My my ex spouse left me with these kids. This done happened. Um, you know, I gave this person my all. You know, my siblings did this to me. Um, my job cut me off. Somebody did blah 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 blah. You know, you know, you may be thinking why why am I paralyzed or you know why was I born born you know deaf or something like that. And you may be thinking, you know, well why me. Well, why not you, right? Because if God knew that you couldn't handle it, he would have never given you the purpose. He would have never given you the mission. Look at, and I'm going to use this last example before I close, right? Because God is putting this heavy on my heart. Remember in the New Testament, the woman with the issue of, the issue of blood, she had the issue of blood for years, over a decade, what if she would have given up? A lot of people hoop and holler about her touching uh, the hem of Jesus' garment. And she got miraculously healed in that same moment. And she was able to stand up and her blood dried up. The, the Bible says her blood dried up immediately. Now that's power. And Jesus had turned around and said, who touched me? I felt a virtue gone out of me. Do you know how much power that woman like gravitated from Jesus because of her faith and Jesus spoke to her and said your faith has made you whole and she stood up and she was healed and a lot of people who've been hollering about her healing but a lot of people do not touch on the fact that she was giving the grace to suffer for years and years and years for that very moment to be healed and some of you may be thinking well I'm not her. You're not her. But guess what? Just like that woman with the issue of blood, you are still here. You are listening to my podcast at the sound of not just my voice, but the sound of the Holy Spirit. You are still here because there is something inside of you. No matter how angry you you are at God, there is something inside of you. The Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ and God, they are saying, do not give up. You think you're angry at God, but for the simple fact that you're listening to this podcast, that you look up a Bible scripture every now and then, that you may listen to a sermon, that's an indicator that Satan has not won this battle. He has not won this round. But you, as a child of God, have to decide at this very moment, are you going to continue down this rabbit hole, this pit of despair, this pit of anger? Because guess what? Remember, you as a child of God have the power and the authority given by Jesus Christ himself to defeat Satan. You, you, you listening to this podcast, you have the power and the authority to tell Satan when this ends. The healing process may take a while. God may take a few years to heal all that debris and and the anger may cease 
and the love may be restored but you may still have to deal with the effects of the disappointment. You may have to reprogram your mind to, to start trusting again. You may have to reprogram your mind to start trusting again because maybe God has a spouse for you on the other side of the love for him being restored. That's why some of you keep using people because you're angry at God and you're going through relationship after relationship after relationship and you're going from date to date to date because you're angry at God and you're doing it to spite God. You're saying, look at me, look what I'm doing because I was hurt. I'm going to hurt other people. God is saying on the other side of the love that is going to be restored for him, God is saying, I have a marriage prepared for you. I have a business partner for you to to make a covenant with i have a job that i have for you to fulfill upon this earth and god is saying i have not given up on you god is saying i love you and i am faithful to you just come back to me if you come to me i promise you not only am i going to restore your love for me but I'm going to love you in the midst of the process of showing you where you went wrong and why you were wrong and why you took the bait of Satan. Because once God shows you these areas and you become stronger in those areas, guess what? Satan can't fool you no more in those areas. You can check that off your, your checklist. You can say, you know what? I'm skilled in this area. This is a test that I have passed. Let me move on to the next. It is my prayer that this podcast has been a blessing to you. I don't care how many times you got to listen to her over and over. I don't care how many times I am going to listen to her over and over. I pray that in due season that your love for God is restored. And that you will stop being angry at God. Repeat the scriptures. Read it over and over. Believe the word of God. Repent of your sins. And pray over that list that I told you to write down with pen and paper. Not a pencil, not a marker, but a pen and a paper. And pray over it. I don't care if you have to fast and pray over it. But pray over it. Right? Because God is doing the work. He has not forgotten about you. And you have a purpose to fulfill. Y'all stay blessed. And y'all have a blessed day in Jesus' name.